Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's finally happening, and I am not talking about the Bucks championship. I am talking about the Bucks championship jerseys. The purple is back. Yeah. Team announced it earlier today. It was a pretty cool hype video. They do a really good job on their their social department. Uh, between this and their Fear the Deer jerseys, which the Fear the Deer jerseys are better. I think the Fear the Deer jerseys are always the best ones, and these are the best ones I think they've ever had. I agree. I, I'm surprised at how many people liked the deer on the front of the jersey. I just thought, for me, it kind of Oh, looked, that, yeah, that was... I thought it looked a little corny. I um, wouldn't mind seeing it now because now it's at the point where, like, corny is cool and it, it's interesting to see. I guess. Uh, but I, I, I'd take that for a game or two. I'm not looking for the whole thing. I, I think they did a real good job with just the classic purple. Mm-hmm. It's there in all its beauty, and it's uh, it's good to go. It's a, it's a championship jersey for a championship team. I mean, it's kind of funny because when I was a kid, obviously, like, when I was very, very young, I grew up with those, um, and I hated them when I was a kid. But then when they went away... And I started playing video games. I would always like put those mm-hmm. on the current Bucks or whatever because I just thought they were so unique. Aside from the Lakers and the Sacramento Kings, there's not a lot of teams that have you know purple. Yeah, and I think I was on a similar page to you. I I didn't appreciate them when they were here the first time, but then they've been gone for man, it's been probably 15 years. Yeah, 2006 um, I think was the last year. Yeah, and so it so yeah about 15 years on the dot, 16, but uh, it it just sort of stuck with you and that's kind of the point of some of this stuff is to to leave a lasting impression and it's definitely something that fans have wanted for a long time it's the comments on all of these jersey releases are bring the purple back yeah and uh now they are i saw a a good friend of ours of the show i believe it was um godsey from the bucks he brought Mm -hmm. up like a screenshot of fans every time they announced they were doing retro night at the bucks people were like bring the bring the purple jerseys back bring the purple jerseys back today he's like we finally did it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you and that, and that'll be nice for what is it, 90s day, I think, is what, yeah. it, what it usually is. I, and I believe for the wonderfully horrible halftime show that was Ja Rule, I think he was wearing a purple jersey for that, too, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, I I think I have a Ray Allen like purple jersey, too, that I bought like just a couple of years ago because I loved just how they looked, yeah. you know, compared to the, I love, you know, the current jerseys that they have now. I love where we're at compared to anything but the, you know, 07 to when they rebranded them, the Christmas jerseys with yeah, the, the, the red. Right, because although you can do it right with red, green, and white, obviously with the Irish rainbow back in the day, the old Bucks, like I don't think those were that bad, but what the Bucks did after they went from their purple jerseys was just terrible. But uh, it's, um, just, it's been nice that they, ever since they got rid of, they, they've had really good jerseys for their alternate jerseys. Yeah. There was the Mecca court was hideous, uh, and I understand you know, why they did it. Bring that up with Bart, because I, him and I hated those when they first came out, and then they, they really grew on me. 
and I was kind of bummed that they, you know, I'm 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 kind of bummed that they don't bring him back. You know? Yeah, I I don't ever want to see those again. Um, <laughs> I I get I, like what, I get what they were representing for the Mecca Court. It also for me just going uh, deeper dive into me personally. I'm colorblind, so I hate oh. those things because uh, those those that. bleed together a lot for someone like me. Uh, so those 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 were a non-starter for me. What did you think were, of the blue ones the year they won the championship? I was not a huge fan of those. Those okay. were the, like the Lake Michigan ones, right? Yeah. See, like Bart hates them too. We'll have on at four thirty, but blue's my favorite color. And Bart's like, "Yeah, I don't like those." I was like, "Well, they won a championship with them at the end of the day. They wore them at the Eastern Conference Finals." So, although not a lot of people loved them, I loved them. But I was surprised before they even announced the the jerseys coming back yesterday. I went to the grocery store after work, and I saw like literally in the grocery store, I saw two people, separate people, wearing Bucks. Uh, purple t-shirts and then one guy had like uh the shorts on yeah and, and that's somewhat of a litmus test for all of these jerseys is how many you see out in the wild mm-hmm. and you don't see that many of the blue ones you see some you certainly yeah. see more of those than you do of the mecca ones i don't think i've ever seen a mecca thing out except for during the games when they played right when they first came out yeah yeah but so. no i think um we're in a good this year is going to be uh i can't really complain about any of the jerseys because the the fear of the deer ones that they they debuted this year i did not like the green version i don't know why it made sense you know with the with the cream and then the green yeah. i didn't dislike the green version this version's better yeah I agree. Uh, this version agree. is awesome can you tell i can't tell though because when we were talking about it toby and i last week when they debuted them um i said that they looked like white with the lettering in the black but apparently somebody told me it was cream yeah, I don't know. I, I again, can't tell with, in the video. With the colors, that's, I'm not the person to ask. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, I forgot about You literally just said that like five minutes ago. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure on that, but uh, no, I, I, I like those jerseys. I think they, and, and even their their standard jerseys at this point are really mm-hmm. good. Uh, the Fear of the Jer- Deer jerseys to me are always the best, and those are the ones they did win a championship in. Um, was the, What was it? State, Statement Edition, I think, is what the Fear of the Deer jerseys yeah. are called. I don't, I don't know. know. There's like eight different editions. I think these, the ones that just came out, are the City Edition. I, yeah. I don't and know. meanwhile, in baseball, we're still waiting for the rest of the league to get their City Connect unis after, what, two years? Yeah. Take like notes, that. baseball. I don't get what they're doing with the City Connect jerseys, but as long as we got a couple more minutes here, I kind of want to get your thoughts because – I don't know how much more bucks we're going to talk tomorrow um, or whatever, but we haven't really even talked about or gotten your thoughts on, you know, um, Bobby Portis being back, Pat Connaughton being back, Javon Carter, Wesley Matthews, as far as the roster for next year. Yeah, I mean, I really like what the Bucks have done over the offseason. I I would be lying if I said Joe Ingles was a signing that was, oh my God, they got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was also, you knew what kind of money the Bucks had, especially once they re-signed Connaughton and Portis. And some of the list of guys of the Mo Bambas of the world who were like on the the dream list of let's get this guy for the mid-level exception, they went for more money than that. And at that point, nothing you can do. So you get a guy in Joe Ingles who, if he comes back from injury strong, he's obviously been a great shooter throughout his career. There's obviously a, a role that he could fill if he gets back to 100% or even 80% of what he was. There's also a possibility that he could turn into a Kyle Korver from a few years ago where sometimes he has okay games, but, you know, he's not going to be playing many minutes in the playoffs. But to me, I mean, the Bucks, the Bucks stay healthy and the Bucks are in the, the finals this year. Yeah. So I'm happy to have them maintain and go forward. 
not only in terms of having the same level of talent on the court, but having the same level of chemistry on the court. Yeah, the chemistry thing I think is the biggest, especially I was surprised. I was hoping that they would bring, you know, Javon Carter and Wesley Matthews back. I'm glad they did because, I mean, Wesley Matthews, for what you got out of West last year for where he's at age-wise and how much you really pushed him defensively to match up on some of the best players in the league mm-hmm. and for him to step up and then later – he kind of went into a funk offensively after the Christmas game and then before the end of the season, but he really stepped up as a big part in the playoffs. So I'm glad he's back. He's probably going to be your starting two guard, I would assume. Yeah, I could see him starting. I could see him, Grayson Allen, starting at least for yeah. the regular season. I, I would like to see as time goes on, I think you'd like to see Connaughton start to get some of those minutes in the playoffs. He usually was on there for the closing lineup anyway. Right. Um, so I, I think that's more the direction it's heading and you assume that's the direction it's heading when you look just at the number of age for Wesley Matthews, but age is just a number. And Wesley Matthews does as good a job as anyone, if not better, at keeping himself in playing shape and keeping himself in position to where he can do 25 minutes. Yeah. And that's not a problem. There were times where his shooting wasn't great last year, but his conditioning never was. No. Never was a problem, not never wasn't great. What him and Drew were doing in the playoffs was... Just lights out yeah. defensively. And, and there's there's no there's no way around it. There's no substitute for it. He is a phenomenal defender still. And there's no reason to think he won't be again this year. So to me, I like the way that this team looks. Uh, again, will Portis start to get more time than Lopez as Lopez maybe needs a couple more breather days as he, in the same way as Wesley Matthews, is starting to be on the wrong end of 30? Yeah. Maybe he will. But what's nice is you know Portis and Lopez – have a great relationship. You know they can, first of all, be out in the court together, and second of all, they can be at a point where if Lopez needs to start, Boris is fine with that. Mm-hmm. There aren't that many guys getting $50 million for four years who are okay with that. And on the flip side of things, if Portis is starting and Lopez is off the bench, he's fine with it too. I, I think that the Bucks have done a great job of cultivating the culture that they wanted in their locker room. It starts with the fact that you have the most selfless superstar in the league in Giannis and probably the most selfless all-star in the league in Middleton. And one of the most selfless should be all-stars, but doesn't get voted to the teams yeah. because he's not flashy in Drew Holiday. Don't even get me started on him not being an all-star last year. It's I mean, ridiculous. he obviously should have been. Right. And he's a better defender than Marcus Smart, who won player of the year, defense player of the year. Oh. But he doesn't broadcast it the same way Marcus Smart does. Yeah, And so I, I that's... In terms of recognition, it can be a downside, but in terms of the the chemistry of this team, it set the stage for everything else, and everyone fits right on in. And I think Marjan Bochamp uh, seems like a great fit. Obviously, I haven't really seen him on the court outside of what we saw in Summer League, but he, he is the right kind of fit for this team. He can be a defensive guy. You'd like to see him work on his shot, but you know, if he had a great three-point shot, he would have been a top-five pick. He wouldn't have fallen this far. Yeah. So, obviously, there's room to improve, but... I, I see no reason why you would think that he wouldn't be able to do that. He's in a good spot with the Bucks, where he's not going to be asked to, to come in and play 25 minutes a game right away. Right. It, it's going to be interesting because we talked to Eric Name uh, about a month ago or so, and we talked about Marjan Bochamp and, and what to expect. And with Middleton um, going through the procedure that he did, might not be ready for like the first week or two. So maybe we see extended minutes for Marjan Bochamp if he can you know, actually prove that he's worthy of a role. But yeah, I'm very excited that they finally have. I thought this was kind of like the last year where, okay, if you were going to take somebody, it's got to be somebody that you actually think can contribute for this team, not like uh, uh, Damian Ingles, you know, guys like that where you're just going to take a flyer on them. And they're probably going to be cut in like a year or two. Like you had to actually 
kind of take somebody and craft him. I think you got a guy in Marjan Bochamp, and I don't know what to expect from him offensively, but what he brings defensively is what I'm most excited about with him. And then kind of the last thing, too, before we hit a break here, is that I think fans are obviously um, – the one, there's there's really one guy that fans probably um, aren't too excited about is returning, and, and George Hill, and we shall see. I know him and Mike Budenholzer are tight from the San Antonio Spurs days, but hopefully with Javon Carter being back, I mean, I, I hope that they lean on guys like Javon Carter and Serge Ibaka more. Obviously, playoffs is going to be a whole different animal as far as minutes and all that. But I hope they lean on those guys a little more, knowing that they have, like you said, chemistry from last year. Yeah, I, I don't mind having George Hill back on this team. I think George is a great guy. Mm-hmm. I think he is a good clubhouse guy or locker room guy. I think that if he plays the way he played last year, maybe we're not looking at him getting 15 minutes in the playoffs, and that's where Javon Carter can come in, and that's perfectly fine the same way that Serge Ibaka did not get minutes in the playoffs because there were other guys who were ready, and yeah. there's still role for both those guys. I, I I was very surprised when they brought back Ibaka, but the more I look at it, it's not you're not bringing him back for a playoff push. You're bringing him back because you need to have some guys take some minutes in some of those games when there's 82 games, and yeah. there are some that aren't uh, full play Giannis 40. Right. I mean, Ibaka is definitely just more of a regular season move. I don't see him getting any any run at all. But it's going to be interesting, too, because George Hill, I think we all forget, too, is playing with like uh, an injured vertebrae yeah, in his vertebrae. neck last year. Yeah. So who yeah. knows what happens so with him. I, with Hill, I think it's uh, at this point when they're already paying him, there's no downside. You see if he if he can recapture some of what he was a couple of years ago. If he can, great. If he can't. Then he ends up playing for a little bit during the regular season, and he takes a, a backseat to Javon Carter in the playoffs, and that's perfectly fine too. Most importantly, as long as in the playoffs they're wearing uh, those two alternate jerseys as their their two primaries. That's really the one takeaway that yeah. uh, the Bucks should take from this on uh, the Fan Afternoon Show on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. We're talking Brewers when we come back. Be sure to call in 414-677-1250. 414-677-1250. This is the Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.